Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Matt's train has had a huge impact on my journey and my transformation. I first read his story after I injured my bicep uh, eight years ago now. And I was just truly inspired by the progress he had made at a later stage in his life, the actions he had taken to get to the level that he was at. Matt's is turning 58 years old this year. He's still smashing handstands, pressed handstands, splits, handstand push-ups, and he's just an amazing, amazing dude. In this episode, he shares insight to how he best creates habits and recommendations for doing so, as well as um, sharing some insight into his training methodologies and practices and, and what he believes is the best way to do it. So enjoy. Okay, welcome to Range of Strength Podcast. I'm Lucas Aaron, and uh, I have a very special guest with me here today, Matt's Train. Um, Matt's has uh, had a huge impact on my life and my journey. And I was going to say to you, Matt's, I don't know if you remember at one stage when we first started communicating, I had like said to you, um, your story and your journey was like really what got me started. I don't know if you remember that. It was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I can remember. <laughs> but uh yeah, like like where my story was about that transformation from like powerlifter to like okay, I'm going to move better and get in better shape. Your story was what started that. I uh I found an article online um about you and like, you know, it's never too late to you no. know obtain this strength and this control and this movement and, and flexibility. Yeah. And I tried to find that article before this uh, podcast. I couldn't find it. It must have been taken down. That was quite probably a while taken ago. down <laughs> by by someone. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you for uh, taking the time to sit down with me. Um, I mean, we've been in contact. I, I was following you for a couple of years there before you know we started communicating more. Um, I think it was when I started making some good progress. It was like, okay, I'm going to talk to this guy. (laughs) But, you know, thank you for sitting down with me. I'm excited to get into, you know, some of your story. Um, Yeah. My listeners will really resonate with that. You know, they they really follow to hear those transformations and and, uh, gain those insights. So thank you for taking the time. Yeah, no problem. I'm quite excited. I haven't done a podcast now for a few years. So uh you haven't stopped training fun sorry you haven't stopped training no no definitely not (laughs) definitely not i i wish i could train more but uh uh i don't i don't have the recovery to do more than like four times a week these days yeah that's still plenty like so you're 
57 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you started this journey, was it in your late 40s? Yeah, yeah. I started around, I was thinking about that because I, I knew that was going to be one of your like questions. And yeah. and we, you know, I, I, I think it's about, I've been doing it like seriously since 2010 because that's when I went to a seminar in Mallorca. Yeah. A gymnastic body seminar. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's been, it's about 10 years seriously or yeah, yeah more, more focused. Yeah. And that was the big but, thing. Yeah. For me, was seeing where, when you started at that, you know, later time in life and like yeah. started making such substantial progress and, and change. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's a guy I got to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been fun uh, following you too. Yeah. I mean, shit, you made some, fantastic progress i mean you're it's yeah i don't really. have my press <laughs> oh you'll get it one day that depends on what you're what you, we can get into that later yeah, but, but i'd like to yeah it, it's it's one of those things that i've learned through the years is like in the beginning i had so many goals yeah and you know i sort of got somewhere but not really yeah so these days i've shortened down those those goals a lot and i i could I should probably shorten down those specific goals even more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of it, right? Like when you get yeah. into it and you start loving it, it's like yeah. the beauty of it is just knowing that there's so many um, options and there's there's so many things that we are possibly capable of that we didn't think we were capable of before. So Absol it's, absolutely. It's absolutely. very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm the sort of a... Uh, no, I get easily obsessed with things that I like and, and then yeah. I only focus on that. And, and, uh, well, you know, my, my, uh, I'll, I could just tell you my background when I grew up, yeah. when I was a teenager, uh, uh, I was into skateboarding in summer. Uh, I live in Sweden, by the way, uh, yeah. I live in Sweden. I am 57 years old, turning 58 this year. And, uh, I have a family, three kids. Two have moved out now, so now I actually got some more time for training. But so my background, like sports-wise, was definitely skateboarding. I got totally into that, and 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 you know I, I uh, so I spent the summers skateboarding, and then the winters were snow skiing. Uh, we did a lot of skiing, uh, and. Uh, during those years, we ha actually had snow where I lived. It's not so common uh, at the moment uh, mm -hmm. that we get that much snow so we can ski around where I live. But uh, So that's basically my background. And uh, uh, with skiing, I actually went, I was spent three seasons in, in Switzerland working. And uh, one season was was uh, only uh, being a ski bum, so I was was in this resort called Verbier, and and uh, so so my my background is uh, skiing and skateboarding, mm -hmm. which uh, is most actually it's mostly leg dominant, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. And then, uh, well, then life started to get serious, you know, and I and I got married, and I got. Uh, a serious job. Yeah, yeah, had a good job. <laughs> where, where I worked for uh, uh, maybe ten years, and then 
I, I broke out of that company and we, me and two other guys, we started uh, our own company. We, we do uh, uh, computer systems for hotels and restaurants, nice. basically. And uh, after a few years, I, I, uh, you know, I was working day and night. You, mm-hmm. Having your own company plus family with small kids, you know, there was uh, not a lot of time, time for 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 uh, physical activity at least yeah. i didn't prioritize it at the time yeah and and i had to pay for that and that's how we i basically got into this sort of training because i went to, i started to have uh, uh, I, I basically burnt myself out not as so i went to this and i didn't understand that i was doing that i was mm-hmm. you know i was waking up with with uh, i was starting to wake up at like four in the morning with quite bad anxiety and uh, f- after a few months uh, someone told me you, you got to go and s-, or my wife actually said you got to go and see someone mm-hmm. so i did and this doctor uh, she was really good and she said well it looks like you're you're because she asked me all these questions like what what do you do well i have this own company and then i have my family three kids you know and i take them to activities and blah 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 and uh oh so what do you do in your spare time when you oh i at this time i was actually into water skiing during the summers so i did because we had a calmer period at work then so we, we I, I used to do a lot of water skiing during the summers but uh, and but the doctor as she said she said so what do you do the rest of the year when it's not when, <laughs> after october until april what do you do well nothing i just basically worked late and, uh, <laughs> i said oh you got to rethink that and uh and uh, she said something that I I'll, I'll, I always carried with me, and that was uh, uh, put your own like like the air stewardess say when you get on an airplane and and uh, and they go into the safety instructions uh, they say uh, put your own mask on before you help others. Right. And I and that really stuck to my mind. And she said, you you whatever you do, you got to find something that you can do physical activity and uh, and i thought about and you got to get out of work earlier you can't sit there every single night because then you're gonna yeah then you know i i i have i'll have to start to prescribing pills and, and that and so i didn't want to do that mm-hmm. and uh i uh at the time my one of my kids my son he uh was a very good gymnast uh, and he uh he trained at at this facility that's quite close to our house. So I decided that to get out from work early, I would leave. At uh, so I, I picked him up from training every night. That was mm-hmm. a, a way for me to get out of work. Plus, everyone's sort of you know, it, it's always a good excuse to go and get your children or something with your family or children. Yeah, that's yeah. that's totally like legit but if you're gonna go and say oh i gotta go uh, i gotta go uh, early today because i gotta go water skiing or whatever that that's yeah at least in my mind that's what i thought that was my yeah that's what i thought so but i left early and i picked uh, my son up every night and while i was waiting there to finish their practice at the end they always did these these uh body weight exercises to, to strengthen strengthening exercises mm-hmm. and i thought shit i could probably do some of that at home yeah um accessibility 
Yeah, yeah, uh, because that was one of my problems. I thought uh, go because I have I've been to gyms like everyone else. You know, you start mm-hmm. in January and then you quit in February because something else happens. Mm-hmm. You get your gym card, but you never go there. And one yeah. of the problems with gyms, I thought at that time, when we were really busy at work, was well, first of all, I got to pack a bag, I get get into the car, get a parking lot at the gym, go into the gym, I have to you know, train and then I'm going to shower and then I'm going to go home. And I thought at, at that time, I thought to myself, that'll never last. Mm-hmm. So I started at home. I decided to uh, do 15 minutes, every, but every single day, but only 15 minutes. So I did 15 minutes of, I did like push-ups. Uh, I had a chin-up bar. I had something, I did something with my co- core and I did something like air squats with my legs. So I had like, I can't exactly remember, but it was about four exercises. Yeah. And I wouldn't do them for more than 15 minutes. And then, poof, then I'd, you know. Yeah, getting started. And, and, and that's, how, how it's, that's how I built that habit. Yeah. And I, th- and I thought it was quite fun too. And then the more I watched my son and what they could do in there and, and like, I, I got more and more interested in this. So I started to search. Uh, I mean, this is 10 years ago, so there wasn't much out there. Right. But I found the Gymnastic Bodies website. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is before he launched uh, all his programs and all that. And, yeah. and so that's where we could read. That was like the Bible f- for yeah. me. Because yeah. you could read, how do I do this? How do I progress in this? How do I, you know? And there were a lot of good people on that forum especially now looking back, I mean, there were like, like, uh, I mean, it was Michael Hambalancer was there. Uh, mm-hmm. Emmett Louise was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ida Portal was there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there was probably a, a, a couple I forgot, but there was good knowledge there. I and mean, you could, you could read. I mean, there wasn't, oh, People there was sharing. YouTube. Yeah. So you could upload videos and, and, and uh, look at that. So that, that's, that's how it all started. And then uh, GB announced a seminar in Europe, in Mallorca. And I was like, uh, and this was like in November. And I was like, oh, I'll just, it was like a three-day seminar. And, and I, I, I went there and we were about maybe 10 people in there. And, uh, and uh, Christopher Sommer had his like demo gym. He had like two demo gymnasts with him. Dylan and Alan Bauer, and uh, you know when you saw those guys train. Uh, uh, plus, but, uh, but but we that were the audience, or we were all about. We were all basically beginners, and and mm-hmm. and after that seminar, I really got hooked on 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 bodyweight training, and I re- really it it became more than like fifteen minutes a day. I I started to go to to a, a, a gym but mo- but still most of it was home most of it was done at home basically yeah, yeah. so that that's basically how it all uh, got started i probably missed something there but but uh, it's a good start for sure yeah, yeah and, think, and, and, uh, and 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 so i got uh, so now instead of being obsessed with work i got obsessed with this <laughs> <laughs> well i had to handle both and that's yeah. another I, I built another good habit because at the yeah. time i had you know all three kids were home and, and I had, uh, you know, I had to find time to do this. And, and, 
So I started to get up like really early in the morning. It was a bitch in the beginning, but before uh, everyone uh, woke up. So I was out of the house or in the house doing what I wanted to do. That was before everyone woke up. So I had it all done before the day even started. So because I found it hard to, to, after a long day of work, to come home and and, and start it then. I, I really, it was, it was, it was quite tough in the beginning, to, mm-hmm. but uh, you get used to it. You 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 get into that habit. I mean, I and and I, I was really, it was really good. It was really good. I'm yeah, really what, glad. What resonates, kind of, you know, obviously to the, to the level that you've gotten to now, um, is just how you started, and that's like where so many people really get blocked with is like how to start and a complicated like i need to go to the gym and i need to use this machine and i need to do this exercise and it's like you know what you just started with 15 minutes a day yeah like i'm gonna do some push-ups maybe just enough that i know i feel good i'm gonna do some pull-ups some squats some core Mm. and you created that habit without overcomplicating things definitely then you were able to kind of hit a stride where you were like this feels really nice I, i wonder how much farther I can go or what more is there. And then you kind of found the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I did for sure. And that kind of, I, was, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, looking back is like in the beginning, I was just trying to take care of myself and, and, and to be, you know, to get healthy again and not to overwork at the office. And, and I just created some, some good routines. I never thought it would have turned out to what it is these days. Yeah. Yeah. Finding that passion for movement and, I think that's where a lot of people should try to get themselves to is just create the habit, just, just start feeling better and then, and then learn something like that. Yeah. It was kind of this position that I had put myself into is like, I hear in your story and starting down this body weight strength work where I, as a powerlifter, hadn't explored to that depth, like, mm-hmm. and, you know, realizing like, I don't even know what straight arm strength is. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even straighten my elbows. Um, that was just kind of like, you know, like this whole new world, like kind of exposed itself. And then, then you're working towards something and, and fle- yeah. flexibility was that for me too, is why am I getting flexible? And, and all of a sudden I started having reasons to get flexible. I'm working towards a split or I'm working exactly. towards a pike. Yeah. And um, I think that's like a huge part of it is like, just building that habit easily, just getting started and then starting to just like read more about it and, and make those connections when you're feeling good people over it's um, people kind of start at the the midpoint. Sometimes they don't start at the, at the beginning. No, exactly. And I've seen, I've done it myself in younger age, you know, like I said before, you start going to the gym. Oh, happy new year. Happy new me, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and what happens is, uh, it happened to me too when I was younger. You uh, you you overdo it. You go in there in January and you're gonna like, oh, I'm gonna do this five times a week, and you burn out <laughs> instead of doing that, doing it like it like like I did. I did a little yeah. bit every day, and and that's how uh, I kept the habit this time. Yeah. Instead of like. In February, we have like what we call a sports holiday, and that's there's a week where the kids are off in school, and we'd go skiing somewhere. And after that, it's it's hard to 
come back after, you know, when you have a break for like one or two weeks mm-hmm. and you're going to go back to the gym, you haven't done anything. It's, it's, it's an obstacle for, at least it was for me. And I think it is for a lot of people. You can see at the gyms, not this year, but <laughs> usually in January, it packs up. It's like full, full, full. And, and then in February, it's like, oh my God, there's only half the people here all of a sudden because they, yeah. they go too hard too soon. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. Another another thing that I, I I wanted to bring up was what attracted me with 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 this uh, in skateboarding. We were trying to make a, a, a new trick. Yeah, that 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 was like the whole purpose of it. Mm-hmm. We try to make a new move, a new trick, and that's I could re- I, 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 that really drew me like like a handstand, for example, or mm-hmm. or a press to handstand, or a, a side split, or how do I like? I could relate to it. I wanted mm-hmm. to make that trick. I wasn't in it to get well. In the beginning, I was obviously in it for my health, basically. Mm-hmm. But after that, it turned out to be like, oh, how do I, how do I do that? What he's or she is doing over there? How yeah. how how can I like dissect that into smaller parts? And how should my body feel when I when I do this? And how how can I? like like a press hands on how how can i put it like how can i make progressions that fit me and my body yeah and yeah. uh so and, and that was exactly, exactly the same in skateboarding we tried and 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 we hurt ourselves and 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 that's how my my like actually in the beginning i only did rings like i did rings i wanted to like i want to do a muscle up you know mm-hmm. it's a very common goal and then when i was like 48 or something i was like oh i'm gonna have the iron cross before i'm 50 <laughs> and what happened was i i i screwed up my shoulder obviously because i had no clue of what i was doing yeah and uh so i couldn't train for for i couldn't i could train but i couldn't do rings and the things that i loved Mm-hmm. For about six months, yeah. uh, and obviously I did too much on the rings. But I also had I I also found uh, uh, my uh, weakness, and that was uh, that's how I got into more mobility and more stretching, and that. And f- for me, for me, it was shoulder extension, shoulder ex- my. Because someone looked at my, sh- someone asked me, "Oh, can you do a, a German hang?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I'll try." And it, it totally sucked, and it just hurt <laughs> really bad. So I started to do a lot of. Uh, I still do these days. Uh, I do shoulder extension. Yeah. At least twice a week. Yeah, it was the same shoulder. It's still one that I have to. If I don't work on it, it's like, I can I can tell. Like I know I yeah. have to go do some shoulder yeah. extension work. Yeah. Um, my biceps were so tight, <laughs> like the the, the 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 what do you call it? the the whatever they they were just yeah it just hurt when I did yeah but then you know you start with the feet on the ground and you you know you build up slowly build back you build up, up slowly and, yeah. and uh, it took a long time but I never had pro- problems with my shoulders after that. that was my experience for me it was uh, shoulder extension yeah for sure and I think too like the people that do get through and make it and stick to those new year's resolutions or make those changes in their lives. When you, when you talk to those people or um, see what changes they made, usually it's, it's, they find 
something to connect to. Like even with me, it was a powerlifting. It was like what I, you know, I, I was going to the gym, I was getting stronger and I was trying to figure out like, okay, why am I doing this? And what am I working towards like health and fitness? And then I, I kind of went that route and came yeah. back eventually. Cause I kind of went too deep in that in the sense where I got, you know, it's not the healthiest route for long longevity. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, you know, that's what appealed to me about training for splits or training for a handstand was like, okay, it's not just about health and fitness now or like my health. I'm actually working towards something yeah. that is a healthy endeavor. And I feel like I'm building my skills, putting myself in the situation where, you know, I hopefully get better. <laughs> and and yeah. you probably thought it was quite fun as well. Yeah. Because if you, if you keep, I, I think if you don't think it's fun, it, it will never last. Yeah. You know, it's and like training just to lose weight. It's not necessarily fun because you're putting pressure on yourself to look a certain way. Um, yeah. So you're working really like harder than you have to, and you're not necessarily getting better at anything. You're just feeling trashed all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so making those. Yeah, that, that's uh, that. That was a period of time where I felt, like you say, thrashed all the time for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I think that's the big one now too to talk about. Probably is like when you started getting really hooked. It was then like, okay, what do I need to work on? And it was flexibility. It was like, yeah. I need to get my flexibility sure. up to a certain yeah. point where I can move yeah. and do the things I want to do. That I very much was the same for me. Like I started getting in the body weight stuff really hard and it was like, well, I won't be able to really do much more than what I'm doing now if I don't get my flexibility up to a certain point. So sure. maybe like, yeah, hearing about your flexibility journey a little bit, like, like how that has been, I think it's important like with this podcast to share, like how, hard you worked for your flexibility um, yeah like i mentioned uh, the reason i started to take more time for flexibility and uh, and joint care was because i got hurt and i couldn't do what i was lo- what i loved that's that's what's actually uh, woke me up and 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 uh, got me going so i started to try to find out where am i like where are my weak links and one in the beginning i was shoulder extension and uh i also i also uh, find it great to work for the if if your main goal is uh let's say uh uh, let's say a, a press handstand is a good example if that's your main goal then you Better have a good pike or or a straddled uh, pancake. Uh, mm-hmm. It's important. It's yeah. because it's going to make my end goal much easier. Mm-hmm. If if I if I, if I can if I if I can put my feet my hands on the ground with with you know with no problem, it's going to uh, close to my to my uh, to my feet and keep that pike or straddle my my presses are going to get a lot easier. Well, at least that would, that's what I was told and I could understand after a while. So that's, that's, I think that was, that's really, uh, that's, that's been really important for me to, and that's what keeps me motivated to, to get my pancake flat or to get my side splits 
or to like front splits for if you kick up into a handstand it's going to be easier if you have mm -hmm. a front if you're you don't have to have a full front split but it's going to be easier if you have a, sort of a semi-good front split um so freedom of movement is like yeah kinda... uh, so, so that was real that that's what really mot motivates my mobility uh and and flexibility uh training to 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 make my main goals easier mm -hmm. and that motivates me and then then it's fun because flexibility work is not a <laughs> lot of fun all the time i mean it's fun to it take it, it, it take, takes takes <laughs> a lot of time and you see very little you don't see super fast progress yeah uh, and another thing with the mobility was to keep myself from you know these you have these I used to have these daily aches and pains. I mean, I sit, I, I work, still work in an office, and you sit most of the day. And when I'd get to work, you know, I wasn't hurting or while I was at the gym or anything. But during during the day, like sitting at work, you know, I was little, my joints were achy. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you get into the car and you you reach back for the seatbelt, and it's like, ah, you know. <laughs> I hated that, so yeah. I wanted to get rid of that. Yeah. So and the reason we were getting like that is because we weren't moving, you know, like, and it's like people kind of think the opposite, like, oh, I don't want to exercise because I'm so sore and achy. It's like, well, yeah, exactly, you need to, like, it, to get rid of that. Yeah. So it's well, like, one thing that really helped me with that was to start doing a, a daily joint rotations. Nice. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I went to uh, Emmett uh, Louis was in Stockholm for a seminar, and he went through some some joint rotations, and I started to do that. And then these days, I do once a week. I do uh, uh, an online class. I never mm -hmm. thought I'd do online classes, but <laughs> I am. And so I'm doing that with uh, Hunter Fitness, mm -hmm. and uh, there. The, you know they they take uh, their their cars or whatever it's called uh, quite seriously and and I I do too these days uh, I think joint rotations uh, I try to do that it takes five ten minutes uh, every morning or or during the day if I don't if you know if I wake up and I'm you know I wake up late or I'm late to work and I'll, I'll try to do I try to stand up at work it's not not so serious it's just yeah. I try to move all my joints in my body yeah it's it's like someone said it's like brushing your teeth yeah for your joints and that that that's one thing that's really helped me from feeling uh achy and pain like these daily things you know yeah daily on the seat belt reaching yeah. back in the car blah 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 yeah uh, so I, I really like that i really like that it takes away the pressure of feeling like okay if i'm going to exercise i need this much time and all these things have to happen. It's like, but part of that is that you don't have to like do that. You can just go through your whole body joint rotations and yeah. it feels really nice. And it's yeah. consciously, you know, just finding time to be in tune with your body. Yeah. And even just like we did that podcast with Kit Lachlan, like, Oh yeah, I heard that. that was really yeah. Like nice. listening to what your body needs and feels and just like, you know, just moving and just to listen to your body and see what your body feels that day like, yeah 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 exactly how yeah. does my if i do something with my 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 shoulder 
I can feel that, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that and that today because I, I feel a bit stiffer or maybe I should do something else. Yeah. So. And um, moving towards, was, moving towards like bigger flexibility goals. We kind of, I, I ended up getting into the handstands pretty hard as well too. And we're kind of fortunate in that discipline because it's like flexibility is at the forefront. It's like, if, okay, if I want to get better, my shoulders have to, you know, get better. I have to open up my hips better. So we're kind of fortunate that way. Whereas like, I guess the runners who run and it's easily accessible to just put your shoes on and run end up losing a lot of range because it's not at the forefront of their training. So that's kind of one of the things too, is to think like, like with range of strength, I've been trying to say like, it's okay, even if you're a runner to train towards pancake split, because even just along the way, you might not get a pancake, but you're, you're just opening up your groin and adductors and, and feeling like you're working towards some kind of must, better. must be super important for runners. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a runner myself. I mean, I jog every now and then, not, not seriously or anything, but, uh, I can imagine that that must be so important. Yeah, like just the discipline that you choose. That's unfortunately the circumstances of flexibility training is like, if I choose this activity, it requires flexibility, so I'll work on it. And then everyone else kind of just misses out and doesn't train flexibility. Because it's not apparently required. But I mean, I think you can relate to this too. Like, I don't know um, what you've been working on specifically for like, like where your pancakes at or whatever, but like your standing pike, you know, there's these other milestones that are a result from, you know, training towards maybe a greater expression of range. It's like, you know, now I can just reach down and touch the floor, mm-hmm. you know, and have those like little in between kind of components. Is, is there like, are there, are there still like feats of range and flexibility that you're working towards right now that absolutely. Yeah, which w- what are the key ones that you're still working hard? Uh, it's it's well, it's uh, shoulders, uh, shoulders. So some bridge work probably should do more, <laughs> <laughs> but shoulders for sure. Um, uh, front split, side split, uh, pancake. Those are uh, uh, the most important ones. ones for me. Yeah. Like I said before, to to re, to make my main goals easier, mm-hmm. I know if I'm good at those, I will uh, reach those goals easier. That's yeah. what drives me, and it feels good too. It's it's fun. I mean, side side split, uh, front split. I I uh, have a sort of a decent front. Uh, what I need for my end goals, mm-hmm. my side split uh, is not as good. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's the toughest one. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, isn't it? I yeah. mean, you should know. Yeah, it requires the most strength. Sorry, it requires the most strength for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I've even um, talked to some of the guys about some of my success with side split, and we looked at like old powerlifting videos of me doing wide stance heavy squats, like five hundred pounds. It's like, well, you have this horse stance. Yeah. <laughs> Like 500 pounds like that. <laughs> like, so there was probably a foundation of strength there that, I, you know, I, and maybe I'd like a, that strength component a little more to the forefront along the way, but still three years, three years. Yeah. You still, you still got to do your job. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to lie down there 
by yeah. magic just because you did powerlifting for yeah, sure. Yeah, for not. sure. It was it was definitely yeah. the hardest one to express. For me, it's uh, I I really have to be. I, I'm working for side split now. I'm working on trying to uh, use my glutes a lot more than I than yeah. I used to. Yeah. That that's I've I've understood this. This must be. I mean, I'm no side split girl or anything, mm. but, and I, I've been. I mean, I've been to a lot of seminars with a lot of great people, and and but I've you know I think everyone is different. So, go, going to seminars fun because yeah. you, and you learn a lot. But the coach usually don't have time to go on you individually to say you need to work on glute activation yeah uh yeah. not not at least in my experience so doing one-on-ones is like i've done one-on-ones with a with two people and and not not with flexibility but with other stuff and it's so valuable because they can see oh you need to work on that and that you know yeah. all that attention rate on you and what, how you yeah. move yeah. so it's, but what i've understood in my own experience is that uh i have to use my glutes a lot more when i try to do side splits yeah so that's yeah, what I, i'm working on my main. Yeah, yeah i have to work on that more to like keep my side split healthy i have to work yeah. on those things around adductors and support systems more yeah. now than i do you know opening up my adductors it's like now the support there has to be you know kept at a higher level mm-hmm. um yeah, and those are the connections you don't really make when you see a split. You just slide down and wonder if it'll get better. <laughs> you don't think about like yeah, that, that's how I trained it in the beginning. You know, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was not doing any anterior pelvic tilt or anything. Yeah. I stood there and yeah. nothing happens. Bone <laughs> on bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Are you still training like? Well, I guess for shoulders, that's a big one for me too. Like I have to work my back bridge. Um, I don't have to work it hard. I actually have to be more careful how I work it because it like probably requires the most recovery from my body. So I work it once a week now and try to keep it at a healthy level. Like I don't try to push it to, I guess, um, a high degree of back bridge training, but that's definitely one that I have to train uh, more consciously and put more more work into. Um, are you training back bridge once a week or are you just doing yeah, uh, yeah yeah well and i and i do also uh before handstand i usually uh like do a very elevated bridge yeah open up the like shoulders against against the uh, stall bars or something yeah to open up the thoracic a little bit yeah but yeah. i do uh, then i have like I, I do like four sessions a week these days and it's like three upper and uh, one lower and uh you know that that's the lower body day is where i work my uh well i do the leg work like split squats single leg squat mm-hmm. nordics uh what else oh, what are they called natural knee extension or something right. like that yeah. uh but also that day I work on on uh, like I do a hard side split, a hard front split, bridge, uh, and a little bit of a pancake. Yeah, no, that's cool. Are you yeah. are you training your hanging more regularly? Like German? Are you doing German hang stuff? Um, still, I do. I do. Uh, I hang almost every every time yeah. I'm at the gym for sure. 
some sort of hang with different grips and and uh, I do my I do German hangs once a week definitely nice uh, that's and it's but one after of those like things. after like like I, if I do like let's let's see for example if if I do ch chin ups or or bent arm vertical pull I like to do yeah, I, I like to hang after that and I like to do these. Uh, one arm uh, hanging rotations yeah. that feels really nice on my shoulders and biceps and everything. I just love that yeah. exercise. It's like and, less complicated, uh, like in you know, getting more uh, efficient and stronger in your hang. It's like, yeah. if, if you can do that, it's less work for maintaining your shoulder mobility and, yeah. and keeping your shoulders healthy and your lats healthy. Yeah. And yeah. you get in those circles of, of everyone that's doing that. So like you and I are doing that, you know, like a lot of the people that we have in that circle that are training like this, do that. And you kind of talk to some people sometimes and they're just like hanging. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Just hang or do a pull up. It's like, no, just yeah. actually hang. Just, just hang, let yeah. the shoulders relax. relax. Yeah. And it always surprises me when I say that and someone's like, why? What? Yeah. <laughs> why am I hanging? Is, am, yeah. I, am I doing this for a reason? It's like, no, to actually... You know, and you can save, I think a lot of people can, that really get really worked up with their shoulder health. I mean, we talk about those daily habits. I think yeah. even, you know, just that daily habit of grabbing the bar, letting your shoulders relax would, would change a lot of people's lives. And it usually does yeah. when they actually stop do overthinking it. it and just do yeah. it. Yeah. Just hang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, especially for, for, for people like me sitting in an office chair eight nine hours a day, I even in, I even put up a, a chin-up bar here at work in my doorway. So you know, every now I, I don't do it like, I mean, every now and then I go and hang there. Yeah. Every now and then, for, I think that's a good thing to do also to 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 get in the habit of doing, like sit down in a squat while you brush your teeth or yeah. or you know. Or every time I pass that doorway with that pull-up bar, I'll hang for I don't know twenty seconds, you know. Yeah. Yep. But if you do it often, in, in, it's it's like when we, when I started doing fifteen minutes every day. But if I do, if I every time I walk past that bar and I hang there for not a minute, but maybe twenty seconds. Yeah. And then I because I have to pass there to get to the kitchen or the toilet or whatever. I think that that's that's a good thing to get into as well. Yeah. Those those small daily habits. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, in terms of your your body weight strength, like you've done some great things. Like I idolize that you've hit the press. Like um, it's been such a hard one for me. And I got a. I just started doing hand balance, and again, mm -hmm. um, I took some time off. And that's probably my problem. I think is that I've I've gotten so frustrated. I've taken like I had to step away from it, and I'm I'm getting back into it again now. But it's it's frustrating. I, What's cool, I think, though, now is like, I do think back to all the work I had to do to get a nice handstand. And I can maybe, you know, like share a little more of that story with you. Is like, I went to this local circus school. <laughs> oh, like, cool. Here in Canada? In Canada, there's like a, there's a, it's not, um, I guess, a high level one, but it's like no, no. introductory. Yeah. But at that time, like I was trying to learn a handstand and it was way too advanced for me. Like I, uh -huh. I was getting hurt. <laughs> doing it. So <laughs> it was then like having to come back and like realize I had to do all this work in my shoulders and wrists and my, you know, yeah. but getting back into handstands after the holiday, after I think it's been like six months off, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm holding a handstand again. And, cool. But it's just the thinking about all that work that it took to get to that point yeah. and it stays with you. Like that yeah. skill of knowing yeah. what needs to be done. But um, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to hear a little bit about your handstands journey. Um, yeah. <laughs> some, some, some people probably think this be interesting, but you know, I, when I started the handstand thing, obviously I started from the wall. Mm. Uh, then someone told me, I'll go from, always go with a chest to the wall. It's like, because you get a, a better alignment. You, you, it's much better. So I just did that. And then, then I was going to, this is years and years ago. I was going to try to learn how to kick up into a handstand. And I got so frustrated with this because, I, because I, had, I hadn't been taught yeah. how to kick up. And, uh, so I was kicking. I got so frustrated. I just, ah, oh, this sucks. I'm not going <laughs> to. So I started to, because because a kick up for me was there was so much speed and and uh, things to control that threw me off my balance. I mean, I had a if I went to the wall and I and I and I could balance a handstand twenty seconds from the wall, no problem, freestanding. But getting up there it was just. Oh, kicking and kicking and kicking, and and finally I started to. Uh, at that time, I started to uh, uh, press, and I I I started to do these uh, among others, a lot of among others, because I thought that was a cool thing, you know. That was like a skateboard trick. Oh, yeah. I want to do the press, you yeah. know. <laughs> so I started to do a lot of research about that, see what worked for me. Uh, but I started, one of the things I did were these box press handstands. And and I did them, the box was very high. I mean, we're talking, you know, the box was like, I was, you could say I was in a, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but maybe in a, too, yeah. maybe it was 120 high. It was very high. It was not yeah. low. Yeah. So, and from there, I could actually stack myself and pull myself up in, into a handstand and find my balance. It was much more controlled. It was none of this kick up with speed and you know, because and and so I actually I never learned how to kick up into a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> I because I, I that goal of getting the press, you know, I was doing these box presses with the first in the beginning because I think it was uh, one of Coach Summers guys Dylan that that showed me that oh you 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 have to start like I think oh yeah he he showed me in in the gym he showed me we had they had these uh, parallel bars you know high parallel bars yeah. this is where you start your press you know I mean my my shins were resting on the bars and I <laughs> in a straddle and I pulled up from there yeah and I got home from that that seminar and I'm like oh I'm gonna do this and I and I I was doing these box presses like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I I could press, I could stack myself and then lift up my legs and be in control. And then as I, instead of just, you know, uh, uh, I, I tried to control my negatives into the box as well. Otherwise yeah. I would hurt my shins or my feet or whatever it was, you know. Yeah. And that really built up the strength. So I kept on doing that, you know. 
That's I had three things that I was doing, but that's one of the things I was doing all the time. And you know, sooner or later, you get your floors, your feet to the floor. Yeah. So I was working so on I that. Never, I, I never actually learned how to how to kick up in a handstand, and I still suck at kicking up into a handstand. <laughs> I can. I'm actually now. I I I went to uh, because I'm working on on. Uh, one of my main goals these days is a, a freestanding handstand push-up, full range with a, with a with a shoulder to the to the P-bar or to the parallels. Wow. That's amazing. And yeah. uh, I'm doing partials now. I'm doing on low parallels, which is fine. But you know, every time to get up into the handstand, I had to press up because I didn't know how to fucking kick up, <laughs> or I lost my everything. You know, so I, I pressed up, but that took so much strength. You know, yeah, that took so much. I, I wasted and you had so to do much something strength. Even more. So, so, so that's what that's what uh, I, I thought myself. I just have to learn how to kick and jump up into a handstand. Yeah. So I went to uh, Mikael Christiansen, excellent teacher, by the way, real from you know a handstand factory. Yeah. With yeah. Emma, they're, they're, I love it. They're 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 <laughs> they're great. They're not so super serious. They break they, it down they, really they, well. Yeah, they, and 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 he he took a look at it, and I told him this like this, because I wanted to refine my 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 handstand, and uh, he said, "Oh no, your handstand is fine, you know, it's it's no no problem." And 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 but then I told him, you know, I don't really know how to I don't really know how to kick up into handstand. So, but we I I, I bought their the keep pushing program, and yeah. in that program there is these jumps. And I started to, so now I'm started. Uh, I've started to, now I can jump into it. Like I jump from tuck or straddle into a handstand, which is, uh, takes much less effort uh, than a, obviously than a press. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's, that's, it's really embarrassing. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, that's the way it was, you know? I didn't yeah. know better when I started. I had no idea. Plus, and I, I wanted to do things that were fun, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. But I was never really good at, like, I've never been in like a hand balancer. Yeah. Whatever you call it. Uh, it you know, I've I've gone up to handstand, held it for five seconds, and then the, done other things from that. Right. But now, actually, one of my, uh, it's not a top priority goal, but one of my goals this year is to get a solid two-arm handstand. You know, like. I, I should be able to jump or tuck jump or straddle jump like any time. And now yeah. finally, these jumps are really frustrating in the beginning as well because there again you have all this momentum that throws through my my balance off. But now I'm starting to learn them, and obviously it's much it takes much less effort to get up into the handstand. Yeah. So again, I I, I wanted to learn this because I'm my main goal is full range handstand push-ups and I can't press <laughs> the handstand every single time I'm going to do that because it takes I waste so much energy yeah. so that's why this became a goal yeah uh, so it's 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 handstands are frustrating yeah. sometimes so, like I had I a think... session this morning and I like I had no balance this morning I was yeah. like oh <laughs> yeah that's but the, the, i understand that the all all the professional like like ulrich and and uh, mikael and and juval and they're always oh you got to do handstand six days a week and i understand what i understand that i understand that yeah it feels the at least if day. you want to get to one arm or something yeah it's a lot of work and the reward the reward afterwards too right like even for me like the first time i held a handstand i was like 
that whole, like it took me a long time. It took me probably longer than it should have, but I don't know. It was, oh, I don't know. Okay. It, it was about a year and I hit my first like freestanding handstand mm-hmm. and uh, it was all worth it. Like yeah, all that is. work I had done. I was yeah, like, that yeah. was amazing. That was a freedom of like balancing upside down and being in control yeah. of your yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah, it is very cool. So you're it's you're fun. hitting you're working deficit handstand push-ups now. Sorry? What what was that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm working on my handstand push-ups. I work on on uh on uh parallets, low parallets. And uh-huh. they, and like like in the beginning of the year I did uh I I would put like uh I put yoga blocks. So I, I go up into a handstand and I had yoga blocks in front of me and when I could go down like like yoga blocks i would my hip like go down with my head to the yoga block and as i got better at that i took one yoga block away and then try to go deeper yeah yeah it's so simple so that 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 that's that's <laughs> oh, it's so that's, hard but like such a simple approach yeah but you know i i, yeah. I tr- in the beginning i tried to go all the way down but i got nowhere i just yeah. i was just frustrating it was just a waste of time basically yeah, yeah. But I've had so much experience from this now that I know you have to build up progressions to make it fun and to to progress and to get somewhere. Yeah, for sure. No, I will never, you know, continue doing something if I if I can't think it's fun. And and handstand push-ups, freestanding are uh, that's also a frustrating thing because it has the not only strength, it has the the balance aspect of it. So uh, going down. And the negative is I can hold my body quite nice and straight, but I still have a tendency to 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 try to instead of pushing up, I try to like I still have a bit of an arc in right. my in my uh, in my concentric. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and those so are that's the what I'm working on. I guess people don't really see those details when they see a handstand push up, right? Because no. you do see a lot of the calisthenic street kind of bodyweight yeah. people doing yeah. the, the back arched one and yeah um there's like yeah when when you study and understand the alignment yeah you know aesthetics of this stuff yeah, yeah I'm i like, want a good one i'm like yeah i'm like that with weightlifting too right like the aesthetics of sure. a nice barbell yeah. squat it's really nice to watch um versus like a, a really heavy shitty one you know like yeah so it's the same thing as you see a nice handstand push up or a nice press to yeah. handstand and you yeah. know what went into making that shape and making it look like that. It's like, wow, that's <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. Shit. I've been working on that. This it's been my main goal basically since beginning of February. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's a lot of frustration. This morning they sucked big time. I got maybe out of ten, I got one good, you know. And then but then like the other day, I got like eight good, and I'm and it's so. F- but it's I think it's the balance aspect. It's it's some days are going to be good, some days are going to be bad, and and the hard thing for yeah. me is to accept that. Why can't I go in and do the same thing every single time? But when there is that balance aspect into it, it's it's that's that's what all the pros say anyway. All all. Like Mikael and, and Ulrich and 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 Yuval, some days are going to be bad, some and some days are going to be good. Yeah, yeah. As part of knowing that is like, even even with just, I think anyone's training, you, that's the thought process that 
you can take from these high level hand balancers and say like, whatever it is you're doing, there's going to be the bad days and the good days. Mm-hmm. You just got to get through them all and enjoy the yeah. good days and know that the the bad days actually lead to those good days. So that's kind of, so, yeah. So yeah it's, it's like I've, I've said to myself, I have this mantra that is, well, some days when you go into the gym, it's going to be one of those days, go in, get the work done and go home. Nothing happened. Nothing fun <laughs> happened. Like, zero <laughs> yeah yeah you got <laughs> but it but there is always but then i think to myself that it's like there's all there was always something good you, you have to find if you have a shit there at the gym i'm sure there was something that was good yeah try to focus on that instead of all the shit <laughs> yeah yeah even the warm-up right like sometimes you could just think about how good your warm-up felt and then yeah. everything else went yeah. Shit, but yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, you yeah. know whatever it felt like in your warm-up or yeah or whatever there's those little pieces there yeah looking yeah, for yeah. looking for the good and the bad for sure yeah 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 so like handstand flexibility that is i mean i haven't talked about that really on the podcast or or much i'm not like a crazy good hand bouncer but the flexibility required to hold a handstand yeah. <laughs> i think if anyone w- was to want to increase their flexibility and strength that alone like trying to learn a handstand does that like the shoulder mobility, like the required, um, all the things that you learn along the way, uh, even just like your trunk has to be so strong and and opening the hips at the same time. Like, I think that's like a direction that people could even think about going is like, try to learn it. If you want to get more flexible, learn how to do a handstand. Yeah, for sure. And it's like that. Yeah, simple. people like you say hips, hips. People sometimes, including myself, forget about the hips, mm-hmm. but they have to be, they have to be flexible as well for sure. Yeah. To to keep a straight line. Yeah. Um. So for you, um, it's it's still very like target driven training. So it's you for know sure. you have these goals like, and I'm going to work towards them, and then within that, um, these outcomes of like strength and flexibility so like if you did have a takeaway for the listeners maybe just thinking about like how they're they're going to go in those directions would you say that's like the biggest takeaway that you know you should consider is like what are you working towards or do you have any insight on that kind of stuff um i'm not sure what you mean like yeah the targets that you have and 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 whatnot like is that kind of like your mantra of like training is like, you need to have these things that you're working towards that are all encompassing of, you know, freedom of movement, expression of strength and that kind of thing. Like, have you thought about that being like something that you would be like, this would be the message I'd want to like let people know about when it comes to like physical endeavors and stuff like that. Well, well, first of all, I think people should find something that they think it's fun yeah because if you don't think it's fun you're not going to be able to repeat it for many times and yeah. to be good at something you like a handstand for example if you want to be good at a handstand you have to repeat it repeat it repeat it repeat it and if you don't think it's fun then i would uh, play football instead or <laughs> whatever you know yeah or if you sure. want to become a good runner and and uh, then you have to run but 
if you want to become an even better runner, you have you have to do what you were saying. You have to take care of your 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 mobility, and you're gonna you're gonna be a better runner. Yeah, do the extra, look for the extra things, do the extra work. So, yeah, and that's that's so, kind of how your story evolved, right? Like the daily habits kind of yeah. turned into like I have to search for more. And yeah, for sure. And I like f- what drives me with all this is definitely how, like I said before. How can I make this trick? How can I, how can I because I to me to me it's still like a, it's it was like skateboarding. How do I progress to be able to make this trick? How where do I start? Where what are the progressions? And then yeah. I have to try a gazillion times, uh, and I have to research what can make this easier. And I that's what for me that's what's fun, and that's 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 why I keep going. You know. Yeah, such an what can what can I do? What can I do to accomplish this goal? And there are so many little things that that you can even if you if your shoulders are totally thrashed one day and you you don't you can't do handstands, well, you can stretch your shoulders. Yeah, that that's that's a little part to make you. do a better handstand yeah having these targets yeah having these targets for reasons why you want to improve your flexibility is like yeah it's really comes down to that like i feel like it does because you know everyone's wondering why their flexibility is not improving and my question is always like what are you working towards Mm. you know like what what why do you want to be flexible like yeah and i think you need that you need to know that like the why can't just yeah yeah definitely you need definitely know because if you can say to to a a crossfitter or whatever if if you have more mobile shoulders well you're going to be able to do much more muscle ups Mm -hmm. uh, and not get hurt Mm -hmm. you know yeah that's why you should stretch your shoulders so then i'll be like oh all right then i'll do it yeah yeah. Then I'll then I'll stretch my shoulders. So how many times a day? <laughs> how many minutes? <laughs> because they want to be better at muscle ups, or you know, and they don't want to get hurt doing the muscle ups. Yeah. So that's why they should stretch their shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think to find the purpose of of like you had the example of why should I hang? What's the reason of that? <laughs> but if you can explain the reason, well, if you can hang, then you can do this and that. In a, if you can hang relaxed, when you come down for a muscle muscle up in, in full speed, it's not gonna. Uh, it, there's a less less chance that you might get 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 hurt. And if you get hurt, you can't train at all, and that'll suck big time. So that's finding a reason why uh, you should stretch or why you should do anything in life yeah. uh, is probably very important. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good message for sure. Are you still skateboarding? Are you still doing? Yeah, I, I, I now uh, like in Sweden that we've been <laughs> this pandemic. You know, we've yeah. we've been really bad at it. We we never had a lockdown. Like I was at the gym this morning, <laughs> and there are you know people dying everywhere. But mm-hmm. they they've become much stricter now. So like for example, the gym they only let in fifty people at the time, and it's a huge gym. So you, it's actually great because <laughs> the gym is basically empty because they, <laughs> I mean it's a three-floor gym, you know, and and uh, uh, but the, the skate parks 
are uh, obviously it's winter here now and uh, so we can't skate outside and there's a few indoor skate parks and they're basically shut down all of them so i haven't skateboarded in 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 like i don't know maybe five months or something but i used before that i used to go on sundays and and uh to this smaller indoor place with a few friends and, and skateboard and that's that's what i get what i get from skateboarding is there there's two great things and that's first of all it's the social aspect of of meeting up with my old friends that i that i uh, because we kept together since we were 20 or we don't we don't uh, meet on a daily basis or anything but you know mm. we we uh, we're the same age and and we 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 stand there and talk and we have a good time you know we're about the same some are better some are worse and uh, so so that's the social aspect of skateboarding is always because the people within skateboarding, at least in Sweden, are are we're a, a, a fantastic community, and and you know you can be at the skate park or a, at an indoor ramp, and there'll be people, there'll be kids, uh, like you know, ten-year-old boys riding the same ramp as 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 us, being over fifty, and and uh, and we all help each other, and then someone makes a new trick. It, it, there is no egos. Yeah. Well, there, obviously there's going to be some but there's very <laughs> few egos that that won't oh and we help each other and, and the kid makes his first drop in on from from the high ramp and it's like everyone you know cheers and everyone thinks it's a good thing uh, so i love that aspect um and it doesn't matter where you come from you you can you, there are there are people from bad backgrounds there are people from good backgrounds there are rich people there are black people yellow people you know everyone helps each other it's a very nice community and the second thing with the skateboarding is that i do not get from 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 uh uh the bodyweight training is is the the adrenaline rush because it's it's you can hurt yourself skateboarding and uh, I, you know, I hurt my wrist, for example, which is very bad for my bodyweight training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, but but uh, the adrenaline rush I get from making in something or daring to do something that that is really scary for me. That really, oh, you you know, it's put yourself when you dare to at least try. You might fall and hurt yourself a little bit, mm-hmm. but at least I tried. Yeah. And that that's that's something. I really love that. And I miss that. that I miss that feeling. And also another thing, when I went into like bodyweight training, and you know, you know, oh, I'm going to do a handstand against this wall. You know, and you know how some people, when when people hasn't done handstands from walls, you, they go up there, but then all of a sudden they're going to come down, and they're shitting themselves because they're scared because they don't. How do I get down? But for <laughs> me, that was like, well. There's a soft mat there. I'm used to, you know, on those ramps or 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 uh, concrete skate parks, you fall down and there's it's it's rock hard. So for me, that was like, oh okay, I fall down. Oh okay, what's 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 so scary? Yeah. But then I realized. I mean, I helped a few people uh, during the year with with some bodyweight stuff, and 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 I realized, oh shit, this guy is scared of getting off, get off the wall. Yeah, I, you know, for me it was like what? <laughs> yeah, you don't think about those things no. that you're no. used to. Yeah, no. who's the greatest skateboarder of all time? Oh, that's hard to say. Obviously, 
Tony Hawk did a huge impact on skateboarding, and he yeah. still skates. So he he was uh, obviously when I grew, he's about he's a little, few years younger than me, but it was obviously it was a huge impression impression on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we started with these guys, called uh, their names, they they came from Santa Monica. They were surfers, and they so when they they had some drought. Is that what it's called when there's no rain for? Yeah. a lot of months in california so people weren't allowed to fill their pools up mm-hmm. so they started to skate swimming pools and that's how skate parks started so yeah, that, after cool. that people said then that there was a, a guy called uh, tony alva which was huge jay adams also huge and uh, there is a whole bunch of other guys <laughs> And I, st- I still follow skateboarding quite a lot. So the, and and today it's I mean it's huge. I mean there's there's skate parks everywhere here, and yeah. there's skate parks everywhere in the world. When I when I quit skateboarding in the late eighties, I mean, there was nothing. There was yeah. like it was really you know. I, I remember when I uh, I'd been to this uh, skate park, and I, uh, I I would put my skateboard in a it was so out to skateboard you were just a nerd if you skateboard you were or you were even worried it was like oh you're one of those skateboard druggies you know <laughs> <laughs> i was like what <laughs> so i would hide my skateboard in a big bag in case i met someone on, on the on the on the bus or the or the subway that would recognize me you know yeah yeah and well, now it's huge now it's like i mean there's a skate skate parks everywhere around here anyway yeah. it's a cool thing to do now yeah. <laughs> so it had its up and down skateboarding. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Definitely. Well, um, yeah, I, you know, I really thank you for uh, taking the time to sit down with me, Matt. Um, sure. It's a pleasure. I, I know there's a lot of listeners and, and hopefully new listeners will hear this and, and, you know, think a little bit more about how to create those habits that could lead to something really great rather than putting too much pressure on themselves to, uh, you know, start midway or feel like they, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard too, if you're getting back into it, like it was, it was hard for me. It is. It is. Like when I was comparing myself to, you know, I was a strong power lifter and I was like doing this stuff and it was like, again, it's that thought of comparing yourself to, you know, yeah. what you were, what so, you to, thought you were kind of thing and not letting yourself grow and learn new things. It's important. That, that's that's another thing I, I really have practiced on the, the last couple of years, and that that's that's not. I should never compare myself to other people. Yeah. I mean, there's on social media these days. You see this and you see that, and oh, I suck at this, and they, they, that person is so good at that, and I really try to compare myself to myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that that's not a not oh i can only do this yeah well if you made a little progression since last time you tried to do a a, a pike stretch or whatever i mean that's that's great that's yeah. great yeah and then it's... doing i think if people start they should do a little like very short time but do it often yeah yeah start with like, building that habit just some quick exposures and yeah and feel like you'll win knowing that that gets better and you feel like even if you're just hanging on the bar a little bit longer you know yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah for sure that's awesome Thank, yeah. thanks for uh, sitting down and having a chat with me Matt it, it was it was excellent to, uh, to finally get to talk to you <laughs> yeah well, I'll, I'm sure we'll still be in uh, contact now that I'm getting back into handstands and yeah. that kind of stuff so <laughs> 
Absolutely. Right. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.